spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of the universe. But a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome to DC On Screen, episode 478. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we are talking about Black Lightning Season 1, with a focus on the season finale, Shadow of Death, The Book of War. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> the titles the titles of these episodes, man. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I didn't understand the book of part. It's not the end of the world, I was just... Didn't understand yeah. why that like all the it's it's just I just didn't understand. I mean the the titles themselves were perfectly good titles. I just... Yeah, they're all just like super super long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was really really glad I didn't have to reference them. Like I'm glad we don't write articles instead of just review things with our mouths. Mm. Well, I mean you know if we were still doing the show like we used to do, I would have wound up having to write those a, a whole bunch. I'm glad we're not doing the show like we used to. <laughs> no, I mean, if we were doing the show like we used to, we would have had nervous breakdowns by now. Yeah, that's true. That's, I mean, I think we already did that. We did, um, yeah, we kind of did that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we do it like this. Yay! Yay! All right, so I thought this was an okay season finale. I thought, I overall, I think the season was, was damn good. Yeah. I, I, um, I still think it, like, it took a little bit of a step. It's still a very mature show for CW, and I think the most mature thing that we watch on the CW in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But it did get a little more supernatural than it started, but that's, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not taking anything away from that. I just thought it started a little more gritty and went into the surreal, and I kind of I can appreciate that. I don't mind it getting more supernatural. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and talk about that. That was one of my big disappointments mm-hmm. for the show was, like, I really liked, uh, I really liked Lala, right? Like, up front. What's, what's the guy's name? Yeah, William Catlett. Yeah, he was great. Everything though after his resurrection mm-hmm. seemed shoehorned in and weird and rushed. Like, you can't just have you know Tobias Will throw out a comic book name like the Tattooed Man and then blow him up in the next scene. <laughs> I mean, of course, we didn't see a body. No, and but... they they point that out in particular. We don't know if he blew up. <laughs> 
Even though that was a it confined was... room and something blew the door off. So as viewers, we have to be thinking, oh, seriously, he's got to be dead. He's got to be. And I'm like, is is Tobias Well like resurrecting these people with technology? Or I mean, it's got to be some kind of mysticism, right? I mean, for him to know exactly what he was going through, like, oh, yeah, everybody you kill is going to come back to haunt your ass and turn into a tattoo. And I, I know. Like, I know. That, what? That, that part actually interested. Like, I – this is – He's one of the fun parts. Like I, I really like Tobias Wells' character in this show. I do too, because he's, he's maniacal, awesome. and mm-hmm. that's always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, I, like even up front in this episode, when he's quoting Napoleon and just saying like, "And that was some French asshole." Like that's hilarious to me. <laughs> like he's he's just fun yeah. to watch, but with Lala, I don't freaking know. And I'm like, I keep reminding myself of that scene where Lady Eve is shoving a freaking probe into that guy and he just wakes mm-hmm. up and no one knows. Like, she's just doing what looks like liposuction to uh-huh. a dead guy. And then suddenly that guy's awake. I don't know what to make of all that. I don't. But no. I keep feeling like it's maybe connected. Like, maybe there's yeah. something in the 100 that is revivalist in some way. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, and I don't know where he's getting this, but. I was hoping for you because me and you had talked about Lala and you thought he'd gone off the rails. Um, well, you thought his character had gotten a little weird for you. Like I was hoping for you at least like Lala maybe got redeemed a little bit. Did, did that happen at all? I mean, look, man, Catlett killed it. He did a great job with what he was given. Um, if this is the last we've seen of Lala, I, I feel a little uh, cheated, I guess, uh, because I think that that was a really good actor. I feel like there were a lot of um, important and, and really cool ideas they could have explored, you know, being that Lala was one of uh, Jefferson's former students. Yeah, plenty of um, there was There was a lot that they could have, like, they could have actually had, like, a real arc instead of uh, basically making him the uh, the catalyst for a very strange, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say, uh supernatural type of story. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you had a problem with like the, the tattoos coming to life and all that. And I get that. I did. I thought it was really stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the yeah idea I'm not that looking it, for realism in a comic book show necessarily, but give me a little play with, let me know what's happening. Well, like, that's what I was wondering is like, you didn't see the point in it. And at least in this episode, they, they kind of finally gave you the point is, Oh no, that's mm-hmm. just there to haunt you. That's, that's in your head. But it makes it seem like it's going to be there for anyone they resurrect. You know what I mean? So I don't maybe, know. Like, That's we will... the fun part. Maybe it's like roll of the dice. Oh, here's your weird side effect. Good luck. The only reason I don't think that's true is that Tobias Well knows way too much about it. Like if he has like done this to other people, he would, and that they had the same experience, he would know about it. Um, yeah, but you, know you got to I mean? believe like, that asshole would just kind of keep that under his sleeve and, and think it was hilarious. Well, sure. But you know, I, I I gotta I gotta guess that he would he knew about this whatever th- either by you know looking at some sort of ancient demonic text or something and saying like oh these are the side effects cool yeah, yeah. or you know somebody else being uh, having uh, been given the treatment and I I have to imagine that there might be another version of this out there we haven't seen like Lala wasn't any of the pre any of the comic book versions of the tattooed man so um, yeah. if there's like a uh, a different version of him out there somewhere in this universe that'd be cool to see next season. I would have loved for it to be Liam Catlett. Would lo- I would have loved for Lala to have like a real arc with Jefferson, more so than he did here. He but had, he did a great job with what he had. A couple episodes up front, but not a lot. And yeah, he did yeah. a great job, especially when he's kind of trying to control his mind. I like like y- you can act mm-hmm. with your face. I thought he acted with his face very well. Yeah, he did. I'm happy with um, that guy. Yeah. 
so they, uh, you know, I wasn't thrilled with the kid. Maybe not even the kid. It wasn't the kid's fault. It was the editing. Um, earlier in the season, we actually see Alvin Pierce get killed. Mm-hmm. And we keep cut in that flashback. Yeah. <laughs> we keep cutting to young Jeff under the bed. Sure. And like he whispers, Dad. And then we see like more beating and more killing. And then it comes back shoving. to him. And it's the and it's the same exact thing of the same shot of him going, Dad. I'm like, <laughs> it, yep, it's not gonna change, buddy. Like, yep, that's still your dad. Yeah. That's still your dad. Like that was like I, th- I feel like the first thing that like yanked me out of the show. <laughs> was cutting to that same shot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it 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 like, reeked vaguely of uh, like of in Green editing. Lantern. They realized they wanted more reaction <laughs> shots, but they just didn't have them, and thought, "Well, yeah. throw them in, time it differently, and um, hope someone hope no one notices." Yeah, but that is nitpicking. It's just you know it's there, and it and they did it a couple of times. Like they did it in two different episodes, the same series of shots. And I was just like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, so, how did you like the mm. uh, unabbreviated version, though? You got you got the full unabridged situation here. Yeah. Going back I, with that. You know. Dad. Okay. So, uh, they they had to have had this planned out and shot and stuff before Black Panther came out. But the whole like, let's hang out in the afterlife and talk with Dad thing. I got all teary, but I was thinking like, all right. I feel like I've just seen this. It's not Black Lightning's fault. It's just one of those things where it just happens, you know, yeah, in two different yeah. properties at the same time. Sure. Um, and it's a trope in dude, general that you, you go back and, you know, for a second you're dead and you see your yeah, family, ancestors, is. however you want to say it. it it's, like, yeah. it's a trope in general. Mm-hmm. I think they even did it on Daredevil, too. Some, he didn't talk to his dad, but it was like he, like, dreamed of, like, the night that he stitched his dad up or something. Or maybe that was just a flashback. I can't remember. I think that one was a um, flashback. Was it just a flashback? I think so. God, that's been years um, ago. I know. Back when that but, was a um, budding universe. Yeah. I think this is the best show on the CW, though, as far as, like, the DC stuff. Yeah, like, probably. I, oh, like, um, there's some stuff that's pretty hokey. <laughs> a line from his dad that I loved? <laughs> yes. Peace ain't always peace. Peaceful, son. Um, uh-huh. I, I, like, it, that's one of those lines where I feel like you could do, like, if you were in a philosophy class, that... that that line could take up a couple weeks. Yeah. And I, I did love it. And I, I just generally liked him being able to go back. And even for my own reasons, being a guy who throws on like 1940s swing music on a Saturday morning on a vinyl player, enjoyed the mm-hmm. idea that like you go back in your own little, you're back in your yeah. memories and someone throws on a soundtrack to it. Like some part of that connected to me. Yeah. I liked that. I like, uh, music, music and smell is often like a big catalyst for memory. Sure. And that was really cool to me. Sure. Like, And by the um, way, great soundtrack for this episode. Loved the music. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's true of like every episode, though, for me. That is like, also true. They have, the they music have on the some show. great, great music out of it. And it's not even like, stuff I can name. It's just stuff that when they yeah. played it, I thought, damn, that's a good song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, just didn't think to Shazam it, but I probably should and make a Black Lightning playlist. Right. Everything but the theme. <laughs> 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 that theme, man. I, I, um, I'm sure there's more to that song than just that one little lyric. But man, there I've is heard that too many times. There is. It's just, it's just as you know, uninspired and bored sounding as the the rest of it is. I just, I, it um, would have been more fun for me if they had done. Oh, and this ties into something. It would have been more fun for me if they had just done uh, 
and maybe a different part of that song the entire time. Like if you put it all together through the whole series, you got mm-hmm. or through season one, you got kind of the opening theme song. But yeah. this cracked me up. You remember when Gamby's explaining to Jen, kind of on the back deck of that gorgeous house they're hiding out in? Out in. Uh huh. One of, one of uh, Gamby's massive exposition dumps that he has throughout this entire episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I cracked the hell up because, like, uh-huh. I was enjoying listening to, like, oh, that's the full story of Tobias. Oh, that's Sonnet. Oh, that's Pink. And I kind of thought, like, well, that's actually a, a unique approach to explain mm-hmm. all of the villains completely and fully at the end of the season. Right. I'm not even, I'm, I'm not trying to knock on it. It's just unique. I don't know that I've ever actually seen that before. That you go through the entire season with all these people and then someone just does the expo dump on you. Yeah, I hate that though. In the like, last episode of that season. I could have totally like, let's trade out some scenes of... You want to just switch uh, out? Do a little, little plug yeah, and play somewhere let's, else? Yeah, let's take some of the scenes of uh, Jennifer being a complete douche about her powers. Oh, let's take out a, a whole bunch of the uh, Lynn looking worried for no reason or... Lynn looking worried, but we already know that she opposes what they're doing, so eh, we Why don't are we do worried? that again, do we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, let's take out some of that stuff and put in, like, you know, real, like, flashbacks and motivations, which yeah. Tobias, with Tobias, when he goes and sees his dad with his sister, and he his sister go and see his dad, Eldridge, and he snaps his spine, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. Um, I love that episode. I loved what they did with that. It's a great flashback. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I could have used a little more of stuff from, uh, what, what was her name? Cy? Cyanide or Cyanide. whatever her name was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought, you know, and maybe it's due to the fact that the, the, the season or the, the season only had like what, 12 episodes. Uh, maybe they had to truncate it a bit. Maybe uh, the exact number 12, as you're 13 talking, episodes. Yeah. I'm not sure. But you know. I feel like they tried to shoehorn in a few too many things. 13, like 13 episodes. I, okay. I felt like maybe we shouldn't have tried to wrap everything up. You know what I mean? Like, well, and they didn't wrap everything up. That's, but if anything, that's actually my complaint about the episode. I enjoyed I enjoyed the season. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this episode. But the Absolutely. part yeah. that cracks me up the most to do the skip to the end thing is like the season ends with Tobias Wells saying, I'm going to get Black Lightning. Like, this was an episode of Looney Tunes, <laughs> where Wiley's just reconfirming his his uh-huh. problems with Roadrunner. Like, it, like that's where we started, man! Yeah, like, I would have been fine with, you know, like, the whole, like, ASA storyline, I feel like could have been a season two thing. Everything with Gamby and everything with the ASA could have been season two. Like, have that shit happening, in, like, just in the background, in, like, the B-plot, like, what is this? I guess we'll find out next season. Um, what's, you know, Gamby's role in all of this. We'll find out next season. That, like, I was way more interested in Tobias Whale, way more interested in Lala, wanted to see that fleshed out more. And I feel like we got the opposite. Like we got, they flipped it on us. Like of what I thought, thought it should have been. Well, same time you know though, I mean? you still get, you, you still get more time with Tobias Whale, which by the way, major mm-hmm. critique for Tobias Whale, this episode slash season. Mm-hmm. Needles don't go far that far into the neck at that angle. Dear God, he shot himself in the trachea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, see, I think the perfect solution would have been to like focus on Lala this season. Uh, we and, could have to buy us well there. Yeah, 
And it was uh, it was a great scene. I mean, Lala standing up after getting his ass beat in one punch, just like you 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 punch yeah. like a bitch. That's fantastic. Or you hit like a bitch. Whatever that. Yeah. Fantastic. Loved the bravado exchange between those two. Yeah. But, but the ASA stuff, I, th- I think we could have almost entirely lost. I would have been okay with most of it not existing outright. Because uh-huh. I have several problems with it. One, yeah. just to work backwards, is did I miss something? Or like, why did everyone suddenly know? Why were there news stories suddenly about a thing that no one really knew existed until it was over? And it was yeah. over in a clandestine way. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know what I missed, but Damn. Why did, uh, I really hope they did something with that hench person, that one guy who was hanging out, that one ASA guy who saw that, like, black lightning and thunder were, <laughs> were the pierces yeah. and all of that. Like, but, that's got to cause some trouble, I hope. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and then it's like, there oh, it's not really the ASA. There were a lot of problems with the ASA and blah, blah, blah. And, and I like that it first, it, well, that ties into something else. Um, Gamby putting that to an end, <laughs> fantastic. That was fun. And I loved but, the whole, you like, know, you're right, I am a monster. Blah, 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 blah. Great. Yeah. But, like, the one-liner about Proctor running a rogue operation basically means they get to wrap up the story, like, a bit neater than I would have liked. Like, I don't know, man. Like, suddenly it's not the ASA. It's just a rogue version of the ASA. And it's- I know. But, like, the one thing it gave me for just a second was I really appreciated how, like, Tobias Well was like, oh, okay. So, uh, we've got our A-team. They're, they're A-team somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Great. But then it just, I don't know, it cycled into Proctor, who was just this, like, boring, stale, we've done this before kind of character. Yeah. Proctor is, like, I mean... <sighs> heavy-handed, like, he already looks like Donald Trump and says some pretty shitty racist things. Like, I don't need to hear Make America Great Again, like, even once, much less, like, two or three times. No, but that was... He's a cartoon. Oh, I counted. It was twice, and it was cheesy as fuck both times. <laughs> I, like, I feel like the audience, you know, we as an audience got that he was a racist prick right off the bat. He did. Like, that guy... Yeah. By the way, that guy is never a good guy. Like I've never seen that actor really, play no, a good guy. No, I mean guy I understand ever. that it, when I see him on screen, I'm like, oh, he's going to betray somebody. <laughs> like, oh man, he's going to kill somebody. Like, <laughs> seriously, when I see him, like, if, if on par for the times I've seen that character actor, if he doesn't rape a child, I think that well, that's yeah. probably pretty good for him. Like, he's <laughs> he's just always a bad guy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't, I've never seen him do that. I, I never know. have, but I always expect maybe this is the time. <laughs> Today is the day. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him like on screen and he just cuddles a puppy and laughs when it right. licks him. I, I don't, like, I've never seen that. If he does, if he, if I ever see him cuddle a puppy, I expect that he's going to put a bullet in that puppy's head. By absolutely. The the to prove a point to That's a cadet of some kind. I Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now you've just turned him into Garrett from Shield. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're up on Shield. Because Shield is killing it right now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, like it, he was just oh, he was he was cheesy as hell. I, it was it was yeah. boring to watch that character. He was bad. Like the the one moment of joy that I had from that character was when he goes to escape <laughs> and his little uh, his little plebe or whatever runs up and tries to get in and he won't let him. And he's like, what the hell, man? And he just gives him like this like weird look, like, deal with it. It's, <laughs> like- it's the shit-eating grin. <laughs> that's, that's what I would call a shit-eating grin, yeah. It wasn't even quite that. It was just like, 
I don't know, man. It was funny the way he did it, but it may be I'm not saying way. that actor's not good, but oh, he's great <sighs> at doing what they train him to do. No, sorry, he's great at doing what he's been doing for so long. Yeah, it's not his fault that I didn't like his character. That's what he does, and he does it well. Yeah, I I'm just bored not... by that character in certain circumstances, and this is definitely one of them. I wanted there to be more to his character than just you know racist who likes to experiment on black kids. Yeah. Who hates metahumans? All right. Why are you creating them? Oh, okay, so you can have more. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Yeah. He's he's like the shittiest version of Amanda Waller ever. <laughs> <laughs> the least interesting Amanda Waller. Yep, we found him. It's that it's guy. Racist Waller. All righty. Yeah. Um so yeah, I obviously I would have dealt I would have rather have just like strung that out made it a little deeper and not had that dude be so like cartoony he wasn't even that cartoony up until like the last couple episodes and it was oh just like, no what the it, hell like, just happened seriously when they zoomed in for the make america great again line i was oh, come on man it's like i dude i the last thing i'm gonna do is wear a maga hat but damn it that's just yeah. that's a cheesy delivery for a, a like a forced line mm-hmm. it was yeah. just it was like it was just yeah I have seen Kurt Cameron Faith films be more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> that was it was bad. Um, but yeah, oh. I mean, whatever. You know, I don't know. I, 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 I just feel like they tried to cram too much into this season, and they flip flop too much on the character, like on the relationship motivations. Like I don't know at any given moment. I don't know whether Lynn and Jeff are interested in each other again. I don't know if like. Suddenly he's mad at her because she might want to give her daughter a choice as to whether or not she has powers. Like, which it was stupid. I'm like, come on, man. Well, that that was weird for a couple of reasons, though. It's like he, A, kind of presumed her intentions without them having a mm-hmm. conversation about it. And it was, B, weird that she had intentions and just got yelled at and didn't, like, explain herself. Because yeah. they let her in that episode explain herself later. But to another person. But to another person. Yeah, that was strange. I mean, that's just not how yeah. things work. You you don't you don't do that. It was it was a little yeah, bizarre. Like, that I was, just I feel like Jeff's character was just like way too hot headed. Like a little bit. He was and too much of a always, piece of shit to Gamby. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, like I, with I get it, but with the uh, anger at Gamby, I I get it for I, for the amount of time that it was there and made sense within the context of the season. You know, an episode and a half of him being annoyed with Gamby about something. Okay, fine. Whatever. But to the extent that he's like, we can't trust him. I'm like, dude raised you. Well, I know. But if you find out that dude raised you to literally insert anything here. Well, he didn't raise him to. He raised him after (laughs) he left. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, no, this is bullshit. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. I get that. Um, You know, I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been pissed. But like, I don't know to to like just ignore it uh, to ignore like all of the like big flags saying like, hey man, this guy's in your corner. Remember how he like raised you for like twenty years and then like I get I get that. But uh, when like <laughs> you know. when you're betrayed, sometimes you think it's the people around you. And I don't know, I, like yeah. for the time that it was on screen, I was willing to accept that. I'm willing to accept it also because they have they had generally played up the notion that Jefferson was having trouble like rage issues anyway. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, it made sense. stuff happens in the course you know, of racist cops or whatever story. it is and he's like 
he's about to hulk out and his eyes get all electrified and he's like nope i'm gonna breathe and calm down and do the thing yeah also it was and... nice to see that as a young man he had uh he had kind of the oh, how do i put it uh electric eyes i don't know it was, it was nice to see that his powers yeah. were around when he was young i actually liked the yeah. exposition early on that you were talking about um one of the expo dumps of <laughs> and i even like thunders um <laughs> we are literally walking down memory lane anyway uh-huh that was bad <laughs> it, i'm glad you liked it man it's kind of like it's it's one of those right in between lines where I I like it because mm-hmm. it's completely true and as the viewer I'm like, "Yep, yeah, that's yep, yeah, that tracks." And within yeah. the show, I think mm, it's a little wooden. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one of the great things about the Gamby info dumps is when he's telling you a story, he's a little bit like, I mean, it, it, I know that guy first and foremost from uh Mortal Kombat um Annihilation. <laughs> so I just always feel like Raiden is talking to me. Nice. He's like, back in the old days, when the middle realm was more blah blah. You know, it's just <laughs> you're just used to this. Like, you're just like when he opens his mouth, you're like, cool. <laughs> we're gonna get a backstory. It's sort of like how every time I hear like uh, Morgan Freeman, no matter where he is or whatever, like I, I just I, I feel like I'm in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Like I remember Andy Dufresne. Like yeah. you're not even in Shawshank right now. You're playing God right now. <laughs> like, I still know Andy Dufresne. <laughs> just have that one memory you've tagged that it always goes back to just recursive yeah so we have james remar talking about like the old days when we did all this and i'm expecting him to start talking about the old gods and like or the elder gods and (laughs) how shao khan did a thing yeah (laughs) here's the uh the thing that i've noticed Kind of all season, but it's been particularly highlighted in the last four or five episodes is Gamby is maybe he's a super soldier. Let's just admit it. Yeah. He's just I, I like I don't know why someone as highly trained as he is mm-hmm. is just sitting unattended with a fine clothing shop. Like with um, what he I knows, apparently the... he should be in Guantanamo. I, well, sure, but I would say for the same reason that someone as finely uh, trained as he is is watching after some kid in a big-ass manner in Gotham. In fact, I want to see a spinoff. I want to see a spinoff of James Remar and uh, <laughs> Pertwee. I want to see Alfred. I want to see Alfred and Gamby, a spinoff with those two cats. Like, Let's do a prequel show. That is entirely fair. <laughs> I, guess I would I watch the shit out of that. <laughs> right? Oh, in a heartbeat. Oh, you'd love to see those two battle and then kind of realize, uh, oh, are we on the same side? Oh, crap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Let's. Like, do, you, do you know what a smoked kippa is? Well, that depends, <laughs> my friend. Do you know what ravioli is? <laughs> Why, yes, I do. Why, I, I, I think really I do. understand. Thank you, though. <laughs> Mine was more eclectic. Michael Caine. No, you're not Michael Caine here. <laughs> you're from an entirely different side of that <laughs> island. Stop talking like that. <laughs> I wish an Alfred too. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But um, I have. All right, I have one major complaint. Uh-huh. And I want to preface it with the idea, uh, preface it with the idea that I've really enjoyed this season. Yeah, I've enjoyed the season too. Like, I'm I'm excited to see where old uh, 
Shanda McNasty winds up. Well, <laughs> I don't know her name. The vice principal who's like, oh yeah, no, like, she, somebody's got to did get somebody's got to be this. funding. Yeah, somebody's got to got to be funding this rogue ASA, right? Somebody she's talking to she saw Proctor. She was like, she was down with Proctor. Yeah, I, I forgot about her. Yeah, she's so loosened. But they've been renewed, so we're gonna see whatever this, whatever happens. But, um, like I, this episode alone, I like the flashbacks. I like the the, the battle was fun. I enjoy. It. Uh-huh. Except, except, um, Thunder looks super silly when she's in that little like weapon bubble. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. She just looks super silly. Mm-hmm. That she did. That looked weird. Anyway, um, I, I, I don't know. I, it, I've overall really enjoyed the season, but mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that in those, like, 45 seconds between Jen being, well, I'll give you a couple quotes, uh, freak from a family of freaks, which to me is uh-huh. a, uh, I understand, I understand you're a teenager, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Fast forwarding. <laughs> this is too much. I understand you're a teenager. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Uh huh. And then her powers kick in, and then suddenly it's like, let's let them make us leave. No, they don't know us. Dear God, I hope that was the renovation in her character that, like, where suddenly yeah. she's just mature and on board, and and the rest of the episode she is. But yeah, the, I think I think importantly she saved her dad's life twice with her powers. So yeah, maybe and he they're makes not such a, nice, a bad thing. Yeah, he makes a nice line out about it, like you're making a habit of, of saving my life. Great. Great. Yeah. That would be great character development. But in in the meantime, I have spent a lot of time with this woman and she is not adjusting well to this change and she's doing so right. in ways that I can identify as a viewer because as a viewer, mm-hmm. I'm watching a show about people with superpowers and she's rejecting the superpowers and I'm thinking what the fuck? I want superpowers. Because I'm watching right. a show with superpowers. It's just hard to relate to. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, if I had her powers, <laughs> I would be super pumped about it. Not, for lack of a better word, goth about it. Yeah. And also, you know, maybe Jen wouldn't have to save your stupid life if you would listen to Gamby and not hit the guy who killed your dad with super strength with your stupid weak fists with only one man's strength. Zap his ass. Fry him. You have powers. Anything other than yeah, I mean it. Yeah, that's that's hard not to agree with. <laughs> yeah, like Gamby's like he has the strength of ten men. Jeff, don't fight him. Mm, no, I'm gonna fight him. Kill my dad. <laughs> I, well, again, you present two arguments in one sentence. Uh huh. I know I shouldn't kill my dad. Yeah. So fry him. What do you think of what they did with um? <laughs> Khalil. I can't remember his name. I can only oh, remember Khalil. his like code yeah. name now. Painkiller. Yeah, like, and I, well, those this dreads is, this are is real another dumb. thing I really admire about um <laughs> Tobias is uh-huh. just dude, if I had a bunch of sidekicks, I would just name them. Uh-huh. Sure. The show doesn't have a Cisco. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're not waiting on somebody to to pipe in and do this. You, he's just drinking a glass of scotch going, "Your name's this now." Uh-huh. <laughs> I did like that they like went so far as to have like all the characters make fun of the dreads. Like, yeah, oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> we need this guy to look a little more badass and to show that time has passed. Yeah. Except time hasn't really passed. It was just whatever the procedure was. Okay. Yeah. But it, it looks kind of dumb. And his little flourishes when he shoots his darts kind of look dumb. I didn't mind the yeah. flourishes so much. I, I didn't mind the dread so much. It's just that uh, somehow I, I wish it had been 
like I, Time passing. I it's not even that. I just wish that they didn't make him clean shaven every twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. Because they they said like yeah it made everything grow faster and like for that rate of hair growth he should mm-hmm. literally have to shave every two hours. Yeah. I mean because that guy looks like he had his face laser shaven, laser waxed, whatever they call that procedure. I have no idea. Yeah. It just it was a forced. It was a weird decision that was kind of just. I would have been fine with the same Khalil. Except now they're putting him in more, um... Yeah. Well, it, they, costume-wise, they did a great job with this. It was like, he, that's the same guy you saw a couple weeks ago. Same shape, mm-hmm. but suddenly you notice, oh, this dude's cut. And before, uh-huh. it was just like, oh, he's... He was way more modest. Yeah, it was, it was modest. Like, he, he was, he was in good shape. You didn't think about it, but... Yeah. You didn't think, oh, this guy's, this guy's built. Like, they did a good job in costume for that, and they could have just left the whole follicle situation on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one would have complained. That's right, Mr. Goss, we've got a, a follicle folly here on Black Lightning. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just like, here's Stop a strange the decision news that from we 1973, should do. Dave. I know. We understand. <laughs> or the modern-day mojo on YouTube. Whichever one floats your boat. Here's our top ten follicle follies on the CW. Yeah. Number ten. No. Uh, we have time eh, to fill. Eh, no, I don't. <laughs> Oliver's mini wigs. No. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I felt like it was a weird decision. And then they were like, well, let's hang, hang a lantern on it. I'm like, or you could spend less money on hair. <laughs> You're going to hang a lantern on top of unnecessary hair. What if? Just an idea. <laughs> You put a set of clippers on tin, just ran it over. Yeah. Just just get rid of the just hair. Just run it right and, the hell uh, over. Spend the extra money on those weird electric bubble VFX. I didn't even mind the effects. It was just the weird motions behind it. It was it was it was distracting. it it was distracting. Took me back to my Power Ranger days, man. <laughs> it it should have. That was that was a weird I don't know, man. I I don't know who told her to make those motions with her hands. And do it that slowly. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like it was the right call. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like they they should have done a little more with the uh, Jefferson being uh, accused of, of being a uh, a drug dealer at the school. Like, I feel like they should have done a little more with that. There should have been, like, a whole, like, redemption arc or prove that he wasn't him kind of a thing. Or either that or a, hey, let's prove, you know, unequivocally to the... Uh, to the population of Freeland that it wasn't him. Something like that. I feel like they kind of glossed over a few of these things pretty quickly. Um, I, I like I can't argue with the outright on that, but that's because mm-hmm. that storyline was so small, I don't even remember it. Oh, wow. It was just, uh, you know, those two cops who came in and, like, planted drugs. They, like, searched Jefferson's car, found green light, arrested him. He was in jail for a minute, and then... uh Dude whose name I can never remember, mm-hmm. Commissioner Gordon of Black Lightning. Sure, yeah. Henderson, Henderson. Uh, there you go. <laughs> was like, no, I'm tired of this shit, and went and found out, like, started digging through records and found out the one asshole uh, cop on the take was spending way too much money that he didn't, ha- he knew he didn't have. And gotcha, yeah. No. Threatened him, and he outed the other guy, and that was all cool. I love that. I I liked Henderson. I, I I want more from Bill Henderson. Oh, yeah. And that, I want to see more. Yeah, that's something we haven't talked about. Of his. There's a lot more to play with with him. <laughs> like, I liked his progression in general. Um, mm-hmm. From 
we got to shut this guy down to, well, I guess we have something to thank him for. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, kind of, eh, let's face it, helping him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I like, uh, I like that character. And, uh, ah, I absolutely like to see more of him. Yep. You will. Season two is a pendant. Oh, it is. It is. Um, yeah. You got anything else? I, I really don't think I do. I'd like to see more of, uh, Anissa and Grace. I'd like to see, uh, maybe that Grace has a secret or something, you know, cause she was sort of like a raised by Amazons type of situation mm-hmm. in the comics. That'd be kind of cool. But, uh, they did kind of abandon Anissa and any other relationship than other than that with their family, mm-hmm. but they had a lot they to do with. They should have time. They were trying to shoehorn in too many other things. I know. That's, that's one of the my things, point. Is like, I, I respect that. They, there's, yeah. there was a lot to do. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I probably would have been annoyed if they'd carved out, you know, 30 minutes in one episode and five minutes in four other to deal with that storyline. I would have thought, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. We have bigger issues on board here. Like, we've we got a family full of superpowered people and a city under arrest. Yeah. Like, it, just deal with that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's a long-standing tradition for me. I just, I, I always want to backseat the romantic relationships in favor of superpowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I go the opposite way, but <clears throat> I'd rather see relationships than superpowers. I, I don't know. I can I can appreciate it, but I I know which way I lean, and it's I need it's the relationships to make me care about the superpowers. Yes, that like that's important. But when mm-hmm. I have a whole storyline dealing with some relationship problem that I've seen six thousand times because I'm a TV viewer. I do eventually get a little bored with it. At some point, I'm like, how is mm-hmm. this going to empower the story where you punch someone with supernatural powers? What? I just... <laughs> it, uh-huh. Explain the linkage to me, or I don't care. I get you. I mean, it works both ways, though. I need something to make me care about the punchage. I do. I do get that. By the way, I don't want to be, like, uh, unfair to the, to the guy that played Martin Proctor. Uh... <laughs> He, uh, I think his name is Greg Henry. He he was a good guy in the train job, at least, on Firefly. He was a sheriff. He was trying to get them, oh, hell, he them was. medicines to them people. He was. He was an antagonist because he was in the way of Mal and the crew. Yeah. But he was a good guy. But he was an anti-antagonist. Mm. He was an antagonist. He just wasn't a, uh, uh, he just wasn't a villain. Exactly. Do the math. Yeah, no, he was he was a good guy in disguise. Ain't never been good at math. That episode as a bad guy. <laughs> that turned out to be a good guy because that's how Firefly rolled. Yeah, because like when you're Firefly's the whole time awesome. you're watching Firefly, it's also just it's the tale of a bunch of rogue people who were, uh, I don't know, in a black and white society kind of bad guys that we're seeing it from their angle kind of situation. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. completely forgotten he was there, and you're right. That was one of the times where I, I really identified with him and didn't think he was being a dick. Yeah. Most of the time. Just a salt of the earth, good dude, you know? Yeah. In that episode. I thought. Maybe if I go back and watch it, it'll be Who knows? different. But. Who knows? Yeah. You can go back <laughs> and think, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. he, uh, it's, 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 not, it's not on him that he's cast a certain thing. Or that he takes mm-hmm. certain roles. I don't know. But yeah, he, he just, every time I see him, I root against him. Mm-hmm. Tis the nature of these things. <laughs> and as per your experience, sorry, as, as per your contract, 
uh, you will be murdering a puppy. Right. We're having the writers rewrite that scene right now. While looking it in the eyes. Right. (laughs) And then his agent is like, this is what we talked about, man. Just one time I want to sing. Fuck you and your dreams. This is who you are. (laughs) You want to sing about killing puppies. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be in a minor key. (laughs) But I'm happy about it. No. That'll be the irony. Yeah. All right. Let's call it. Yeah. Shut it down. It's a good show. Looking forward to season two. Yep. And uh, I'm appreciating just for time management purposes, just for that, that I think it's going to be mid season. Because, damn it, there are a lot of shows right I, now. I hope so. Because I hope, I wish all of these were like layered like mid season. I know. Like, it's just, I wish all of these so shows many. were like 13 episodes. I know. I know. Anyway, uh, we, Not we hope you enjoyed judgment. this episode. What? Not a value oh. judgment at all. Just, oh, no. God, there's a ton of CW shows. There are. I could deal with every show that I watch, except for maybe Brooklyn Nine-Nine being shortened. Yeah. No, I, I think you would like episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine that were about two and a half episodes, or two and a half episodes, or hours long. Yeah. And you'd be pretty happy. If, if they kept the quality up, sure. Sure, yeah. Just every week a new right. uh, Brooklyn movie. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be down with that. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of DC On Screen. Uh, we have 477 other episodes that came before this. Uh, so if you dug that, you'll probably dig those. Uh, we'll be coming back with a news episode where you'll we'll be talking about all the current things. And a lot of stuff has started happening. A lot of news has been dropping the uh, last few days. So, yeah, finally. Uh, I like to think we keep, we keep it fun even when there's not a lot of news. So uh, go back and check it out if you like, if you're new to the show. If you like what we do, please jump over to iTunes and give us a review, a, a positive review if you feel like we deserve it. It does help us out uh, in the rankings and, and, and getting new listeners. And Anyway, DC on screen over on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're around. Come talk to us. We're very, uh, I don't know, talkative? accepting. Is that talkative? <laughs> Whatever. Like, you know, there's no barrier, man. Like, you know, don't feel like we're above you or anything. Just like I've heard had people say like, oh, we were, I was intimidated to talk to we, you guys. Wait, no, we do the talks. Yeah. With all the peoples. We do the talks with all the peoples. Periods. So, you know, sometimes we don't get back to you right away, but most of the time we do. Yeah. But yeah, man, there's there's no barrier. We're just a couple of dudes hanging out and recording our thoughts on this stuff. So come and, and, and talk about your stuff, what you think about it, and uh, we might even talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I don't know. I keep thinking there's something else I need to be saying, but you know what? Just until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, the TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more.
Are you maladjusted? Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.